This is a Kindling and Quagoma podcast. You're listening to Outside the Light, a Quagoma podcast about art. My name's Lottie. And I'm Pip. And today, we're going to a very special place to meet a very special First Nations artist. Yeah, we're going to Kwandamuka country. That's the Aboriginal name for the island and the water off the coast of Brisbane. It's so beautiful here. Oh, look, there she is. See, down by the water. It looks like she's looking for something. Hey, we're over here. Hey, hello. My name's Elisa Jane Carmichael. All my friends call me Lisi. Hi, Lisi. Hey, Lisi. What are you doing? I'm looking for Unger. Unger? Unger is our special reed from the island that grows in the freshwater swamps and it has these beautiful pink tips at the bottom which then turn into beautiful shades of green. Ah. I'm looking for Unger because I weave with it with my mum and we weave beautiful baskets and mats and sculptures. Wait, what is weaving? It's like knitting, or like when you plait your hair. Ah, but how do you do that with grass and reeds? It's very, very delicate by itself. So what you have to do is you soak them, and once they're wet, they become really flexible. And when they're flexible, you can bunch them together and then twist and weave them and they become really, really strong when they're bound together. So the grass becomes like a rope or a string? Cool. Yeah. Aboriginal people all around the world have been weaving this type of rope for millennia, so a very long time. So, Lucy, what kind of art can you make by weaving? Well, I've made lots of different things. I've made clothing, I've made baskets, I've made fishing nets, bags, I've made string and really strong ropes, and I've stitched shells and all different types of materials to weave my baskets. Like what? So I also collect fishing nets which wash up from the shores of the ocean. Me and my mum and dad and my family collect these ropes and fishing nets which have been floating around in the oceans. When these wash up, it's really important to collect them because if it goes back in the water, it can end up in turtles' bellies or birds eat it and it can be really harmful for the sea life and marine life out in the ocean. So you're actually helping the planet and making art? That's awesome. Is all your art about the ocean? Yeah. The colours that I like to use in my weaving are inspired by the ocean and the beautiful time of day when the sun is setting on the water and the most stunning colours come through on the ocean so they can be golds, yellows and then the sky is pastel pastel purple or pink or really soft blue wow they sound pretty yeah 
When I weave, I like my weavings to feel alive, like country. Our Bajong Dujara, our Mother Earth, is alive and the spirit of our land is so strong and I can feel it when I'm walking on country, when I'm swimming in the water, when the leaves are dancing in the wind and we hear the songs of the birds. Those are beautiful times where we get to see that our country is alive and breathing. Wow. I've woven leaf patterns, waves of the ocean into my works. And I've also woven stories that are about the past into my works. Stories? But how do you weave a story into a basket? So sometimes I leave a space in the middle of my weaving and leaving that space and the hole in the centre is a way that I tell the story about the past. So when European people first came to my country, our ancestors were no longer allowed to practise their culture and their art and a lot of our history was lost. So I leave the space in these baskets to tell that story of that time. So leaving a hole reminds us that something is missing or lost? I never thought about it like that. So a basket can really tell a story just like a painting can? I like to think that weavings are just like paintings because when you're weaving a basket, you're weaving strand by strand, stitch by stitch. And I think this is really similar to when you're painting a picture because when you're painting, you're using brush strokes to put your paint onto your canvas. So stroke by stroke, brush by brush to tell your story. Some of your baskets and sculptures are really big. They must take you ages. What do you think about why you're making art? Yeah, when I'm weaving it, it takes me a really long time because I'm very careful and my mind kind of just goes to another place. And I think about home and the story that I'm telling and it's very meditative for me. So was it hard to learn to weave? Yeah, who taught you? I learned to weave from going to workshops with beautiful women and sitting around together and sharing the space and stories and learning. And then my mum is my number one teacher. So her and I hang out and sit down together at home on the island, on the deck outside under the trees, and we weave together. And she teaches me all the ways of using new materials and different techniques. And I think it's a really beautiful way that we can connect with our ancestors because the reeds that our ancestors wove with are the same reeds that we weave with today. Knowing that I'm in the same spot as they were gathering their reeds for thousands of years. Oh, I love it when I get to make things with my mum. Yeah, me too. Thanks for spending time with us, Lucy. I loved learning about how you made art and how it all comes from your home and family. I've learnt that art can be made from things you wouldn't expect. And holes aren't always a mistake. Sometimes they tell a story. That stories can be woven into baskets. And that making art can even help the environment. 
Hey Lottie, shall we go look for some things to weave with? Yeah, I wonder what grass and reeds we could find near our home. Well, I'm keen to get back home and start weaving. Thanks again, Lucy, for inviting us to your beautiful island. Bye, Lucy. See you later. Goodbye. Outside the Lions is a Kindling co-production with the Queensland Art Gallery and Gallery of Modern Arts Children Arts Centre. This production was possible thanks to the generous support of the Nielsen Foundation.